And then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. I can't catch a break, guys. Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Fighting Fit Show. Today, it is myself and Chris on the podcast. And the topic of discussion will be how we help our clients achieve their health and fitness goals. And more importantly, why over 50% of our members have been with us for over three years, according to the latest poll we ran in our Facebook members group. So, Chris, welcome to the show. Um, anything you want to add before we get stuck into the meat and bones of this? Uh, no, other than I think that um, through repetition and experience and iterations, I think you have come up with a really good system to help people as best we can and try and make this as foolproof a system as possible, which is a, which is really cool. Yeah. The, the one thing that kind of makes me very confident in the program is knowing that anybody who just does 80% of what we tell them will get a world-class result. And we have got, you know, hundreds of examples of that over the last, what, maybe eight, nine years. Um, that people who just show up and do the things that we say they will, will hundred percent get great results. And we do also have a results guarantee or your money back policy. So let's kind of talk through really what we're going to talk through. We're going to talk about the client journey and kind of why we have, uh, set it up in this way um, to be essentially proactive and make sure that let's say nobody falls through the cracks and there's you know there's uh, hopefully an abundance of communication as i said we don't always get it right we're constantly iterating constantly trying uh, to tweak it to make it better but what i would say is i'm pretty confident that you know we have got the best program that i'm aware of uh, at least within that within a 50 mile radius i don't know anybody who puts as much effort into into the program anybody else that has you know personalized workouts weekly check-ins wins two coaching calls a week a membership site um you know such a flexible timetable good coaches workout offers from half five more than seven o'clock in the evening like there's just so much to the program that anybody who needs help and support there is really an abundance of, of help and support there you know personal personalized meal plans all this stuff um Tend to happens up the tracks so all the pro all the all the progress keeps keeps track of all the important data uh, relating to a, a health and fitness journey that kind of thing um but what i'll do is i'll start at the start uh, and then we'll kind of maybe take each point uh, as we go if i kind of forget any of these uh, <coughs> you remind me chris but the first point and the reason that we start all new members off with a coaching call or what we also call sometimes a no sweat intro just an opportunity just to have a chat see if what we do is going to be a good fit for you is to do that, to see, can we actually help this person? And is this person bought into the the way we want to do things? Because again, I feel like we're a great option for most people, but there is some people that just prefer maybe a more hands-off approach to people that just maybe want to put their headphones in, go and do a workout and just kind of be left alone. And our program is not like that at all. Um, it's more for people who want support, want structure, you know, or, or you say, want to be part of a community, you know, build a relationship with a coach. And in know, saying that, you know, just, just to drop, like I have seen some people come in, just put their headphones in and get workouts done as well. Like it's a, it's not like that's not an option. But no, no, it's like, not the, 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 like you can't, like you really, you 
you can't wear earphones during a workout. Like you have to, you have to be coached. You have to be open to being coached. Essentially, That's yeah, kind of what yeah. I'm, what I'm saying. You kind of feel like you're, you're, you already know everything. Uh, we're not really going to be able to help you. Uh, but that's essentially what we do. So we establish establish your starting point, have a chat on the phone. Where are you now? What is your vision for the future? Where do you want to go? And then we can talk about how we can help you get there and explain the program so that people understand, you know, what you're what you're essentially um, signing up for here or what you're kind of getting yourself into. I think that's that's an important part where a lot of people just want to go online, they want to just hit buy now, they want to sign up to a program. Um, <clears throat> And because we do things very differently, it's very important that everybody's on the same page before we start. I think that's a very, very, very important part of the program. Um, and obviously, maybe some people aren't, you know, aren't that open to jumping on a phone call and things. And it might, you know, it might put some people away because, you know, I just want to find all that. Send me a message with all the information. I don't want to talk to anybody. A lot of people are, are like that in, in today's age. Um but we're like, no, we we, we got to speak with you to see if, if, if we're going to be a good fit here. Because what we do is very different. Um, and we want to make sure you understand uh, how it works. And we can answer your questions before you make a decision. Because if, if, you, if, you're, if you're shopping on price, again, it's not it's not cheap relative to a typical gym membership. But what it is, is, and something I'm trying to um, maybe do a better job of communicating is, you know, this is personal training on a budget. This is better than what 90% of personal trainers are offering their clients. Um but literally a fraction of the cost. So you want to train five days with any half decent personal trainer, even someone who's training in, in, in their shed or community center, like you're charging, you know, 20 odd quid a session, you know, one train three, four, five days a week. Like we are a fraction hope so. of, of that kind of cost, um, you know, and to get all the stuff, the coaching calls, the limited support, all the bells and, bells and whistles that we offer, plus the benefit of the community. I think it's, it's when you, when you kind of join a community, group workouts, I think are fantastic. Um, I kind of feel well, like I push yourself all in a group. Anyone who's trained in a team that they know, they know what that's like. Sure, if we were in the boxing club and those everyone was in, all the all the Joe A team was in, and everyone was training real hard, like there's a vibe to it. And uh, especially in the evening sessions, um, so there's a uh, loads of times where there's like a few key lads that come in in the evening. So they're all like, let's say, blue, purple, or brown uh, in their bands, and like. You know, those sessions just hit different. Like, there's just a different level of intensity to it. Do you know, like if they're partnered up, there's a different level of challenge between them, and everyone pushes it way, way harder. And I think uh, the community element can't be understated. Yeah, no, that's very true. Because um, I do like just kind of think back to myself. Like, if I was kind of short, I just kind of go in the train. I'll just do a wee light session, and then say it was all me and Cooney that were training together. And then all of a sudden, then you know, we do it for a run, and then he's pushing me, and I don't want to come in second. I want to come in first, and then it turns into something. Then you have to kind of really kind of push yourself, even though maybe that wasn't your wasn't your intention when you got in the door and that's kind of something we talked about in previous podcasts you know about lowering the barrier to entry and just kind of you know just get out the door that's the hardest part and then once you're in you'll probably do a pretty decent session it's just kind of getting out the door and the yeah. thoughts of it is, is is worse worse than the actual session a quote um would be uh, we suffer more in imagination than we do in reality um kind of so the yeah, thoughts of something is worse than, worse than what actually happens so that's kind of the, the first step establishing okay are we a good fit can we actually help you achieve your goal do you understand how this all works and do you know what you're what you're getting yourself signed up for um because again our, our whole thing is really why i feel like one of the reasons that we've been successful is because we make people commit like there's no there's no half-ass like half-ass and there's not an option it's like are you committed to three sessions a week or not you know, I mean, can you, it's like, and if you can't, it's like, oh, well, probably not a good fit. So I think that, that's kind of one of the main reasons where this kind of pay-as-you-go model for maybe try that for maybe 12 months back in the day when we started off with the boxer side class in the community center. And it was just the worst thing that I've ever done. Uh, and I will never, never go back to pay-as-you-go because there's no commitment. Oh, you're, yeah. not committed, you're not committed to them. They're not committed to you. You don't know who's going to show up week to week. Uh, people have good intentions. Oh, yeah, I'm going later, going later, going later, going later. Minor inconvenience. Don't show up. 
uh, whereas the people who already paid in advance, the significant, they're significantly more likely to have went. And again, and they're bought in. They're bought exactly. They're invested, invested. In, in the game. You're, you've got skin in the game. There has to be, you know, because if, if you pay in advance, it's like, right, well, if I don't go, I'm going to lose the pay. And it's like psychologically, like we're trying to get people to do something here that the majority of people don't do. Like it's a hard sell to sell exercise and fitness and health. It's, it's a hard sell. Uh, the majority of people are overweight and obese most people don't exercise regularly you know so we're kind of looking for the you know the 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 10 percent of the 10 percent of people who are not only interested in getting getting healthy and fit but they're willing to you know commit to at least the the vision of being the person that trains you know at least three days a week and does their best with nutrition and you know has goals and is moving you know making reasonable progress and reasonable time pushing forward the fail that's fine but they'll They'll have a look at themselves and say, "Okay, where did I go wrong there? What can I do better next time?" And it's just this kind of constant process of of iteration. And we are kind of we're all kind of pretty good, pretty good coaches. Hopefully, I can you know asking the right questions and helping people kind of reframe things. And you know, anybody who's who's genuinely committed or is 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 sincere in their approach will do will do very very well. And again, some some others, yeah, exactly. And I've never seen anybody who's followed the program knock up work like amazing results. Like you know, like change your life in three to six months. Have you ever rejected someone from the program, and why? Apart from apart from being like, oh, I I only want to train one day a week. Apart from apart from something like that, what, what well, would you reject someone from? Any anybody who gets on the phone, because even people are even pre-screened, pre-screened, let's say before they even jump in the call. So it's like they ask them three questions: Are you able to make your health and fitness a priority? Are you able to invest in your health and fitness? And then will you show up for this three calling? So they're, they're kind of the two main questions. So able to invest and um, are you willing to make your happiness party? And anybody who wants to make their happiness party, like there's because most people have the same goals. Everyone I talk to, because hopefully we're doing a good job at our marketing, that we're only attracting the right kind of the right kind of person. So a lot of this kind of happens even before the call, let's say. Um, and once they kind of come in, they already know that it's a it's 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 a you know relatively high accountability program because they've maybe hopefully watched the video on the website or they're trying to try and maybe communicate that in their apps. So I would say like do I reject people? I'd say you know maybe one percent. One percent people say, ah, probably not going to be a good fit. Maybe we will we'll give me a call back uh, at a later point uh, when you know you, you can make more of a commitment. Let's say you know, or sometimes just kind of get a vibe from people that they're just not, they're just window shopping. They're not going to really, really, really yeah. into it. Um, but yeah, no, very, very, very few people. Are, yeah, very few. Which again, because again, listen, you have to be willing to train. You know, three days a week, and maybe even like we're thinking of maybe making a, a new membership option that maybe is two days a week. That would only be for people that have got you know. GA training, or maybe they're in the running and they're out running the roads a couple of days a week, or, or whatever that might be. Um, but again, before like everybody should be training three days a week. If you're not kind of willing to, to do that, it's like right, we're not on the same page in terms of in terms of health and fitness and, and, and kind of what it takes or what a healthy lifestyle actually looks like. Um, because again, training three days a week is I would say would be the minimum for anybody um, that has modest fitness goals. Even makes sense. It does. It does. I know exactly what you're saying. I think uh, people, there are some people who have a different idea of what it takes to get fit uh, and healthy. Like they just have a different idea of what the standard is for a fit life. And they come to you uh, and they, they'll say like, oh, I only really want to train. I only have time to train once a week or twice a week. It's like, it's a, it's an all right starting point, but it's not a... Um, you're not they're not going to get the value for money and it's not a fair exchange in our eyes and i think that that'd be a reason to be like yeah well like if it's not fair and it's not win-win for both of us well then there's no real point in doing this exactly exactly and that's the, end of the whole thing was well, something that we, we that's something that we really trying to do from the start is like win-win and it's also like win-win works from two two angles it's like 
you have to win, but I also have to win. Everybody has to win here. It's not like it's not like oh, you're getting a great deal and I'm being a sacrificial lamb and you know like selling it for for less than it's worth and you know struggling struggling by to kind of pay the bills because it's hard enough to let's say to be in business without that. It's like everybody must win. Everybody must feel like it's a great deal, and that's kind of what what again most of our clients say because why? Because they vote with their money. They've been here for three. On average, people have been here for three plus years, which is I think an absolute testament to, to the work that we do or testament to the, to the program and again i'm more so it's like and we could still be so much better we could still be so much better yeah and we're, we're working on working on that uh kind of day by day week by week month by month um but obviously with covid and all everything that's happened the last two years open the gym and all that kind of stuff there's just priorities are, are, are put in your path and you kind of have to knock these out before you can kind of get back to the to the let's say the deep work um and, and trying to improve things um and then let's see and then sort of just as you, as you mentioned time there as well like this, this is kind of one of the one of the things that we're trying to take off the table for people because our work are so effective and efficient and say like the 40 minutes it used to be 30 minutes but as we kind of move to the to the new place um, and we kind of added you know more 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 weights the the workouts maybe a little bit more complex require a little bit more coaching a little more explaining etc we stretch it out to, to, to 40 minutes um, i think that is a, a a positive change as well um but this thing about time, like we start at half five in the morning and the last group session is at, uh, was at seven o'clock in the evening. And then we've got a, a boxing program at 7.50. Uh, the boxing program is one hour because that's more, more let's say, boxing technique, etc. Uh, but the other it's also program... It's also like a course as well. Like it's like um, you have to learn, like it's not just like going and one and two and three and four. Yeah, sure. like, I'm, trying, I'm trying to teach these people how to be dangerous. That's what I'm trying to teach. Yeah. I'm trying to teach them how to be dangerous and not vulnerable. And to know to have some sort of confidence when it comes to exchange of blows. Yeah, yeah, and and it's and it just can take that time off the table. Extent there's like nine sessions a day, you know, from half five in the morning until seven o'clock in the evening. You know, uh, four days during the week, and then every say forty five minutes or fifty minutes on a, on a Saturday from seven a.m. So we're really trying to make it as as easy as possible for people to make fitness a part of the life because I believe it's like frequency and intensity. It's like how hard are you training like relative to your to your so your fitness levels to your goals and then how often do you train it's like frequency got to be at least three days a week and then intensity when you show up you got to be pushing yourself you know like obviously as, as as hard as you can go with good technique you know once the technique starts to fail you should you should you should slow down a little bit um but obviously that's why again there's always a coach in the room you know and the, the, and the numbers we're talking like average what eight to 12 people in the session some sessions are obviously a little bit busier some sessions are a lot quieter you know sometimes you get a session it might even be four or five people and you get a special in a bank holiday yeah yeah i'd say this morning was, was was pretty quiet um but yeah but then but we're still open because we've lost like well, when you're when you're off we want to be open like we we, we we make a genuine effort to to, to do that because it would be easy because a lot of other places close down their classes do that kind of stuff like we want to be here for for our clients um because we want it to be a a, a uh, long-term sustainable uh, part of their part of their journey and again there's nothing wrong having a line on the bank holiday you want to come in later come in but good it's flexible that's, Miss more sessions, that's what i was about to say five six more sessions throughout the day like you don't know to you, you usually know, usually back holiday the evening sessions can pick up like there's usually like a like one session will be nearly dead and then like the other two will be jammers yeah and yeah. it's always it's all and it's the morning crew coming into the evening yeah. Yeah, even I seen there this morning. You never, you rarely see it. Like I think it was Louise there looking for a half nine slot there this morning. Half nine class. <laughs> Just yeah, yeah. Busy. Uh, a lot of people are off work. Um, okay, but then so yeah, so that's kind of how we start off. And then kind of what do we do? Everybody gets 
a one-on-one nutrition and goal setting consultation. This is like, obviously we've touched base in the first call and then we're saying, okay, what do we actually need to do? Okay, or what's, what's the plan going for? Where are you today in terms of, you know, body composition, weight, body fat measurements? Where do you want to be in, you know, three, six, nine, 12 months? And then we, what do we have to do between now and then to get you there? You know, we basically send you reverse engineer plan because something I've noticed is like, there really is a lot, a lot of people out there that just don't know. Like they don't know or that they have a lot of, a limiting a limiting beliefs is that the right word or just a lot of false information about like like all a lot of these old school things are still uh, still come up a lot of the time and the biggest one i posted about in the group the other day was this thing i'm eating the wrong foods at the wrong time and it's like that's not the most productive place to look it's how much are you eating overall like that's all that matters it's like you're all like you're eating too much food or people are convinced themselves that they're eating the wrong foods at the wrong time i see that and i'm like in my mind i'm like oh sure this this is a bit of a red flag we're gonna have to maybe undo a little bit how like how much like how how much stuff like that do you hear from like family and friends and like let's say like family of friends or you, you hear that stuff and you're just like almost like biting your lip like if you're asked like you'll give all the information like the uh, that you can but when you just hear all the all the wives sales and all the misinformation misinformation uh, that's yeah. out there when it comes to nutrition there's like like if if a client comes to me and asks i'll just be like i'll just cut through it straight away uh, like one of the questions i was asked the other day was um oh what's the what's the right way to be i was eating pretty late there the other day is that bad is that really bad i'm like no, it doesn't matter. Like, here's why. It, here's where that myth comes from. Do you know, like when you eat in the evenings, usually you have already had a full day of eating, and this is on top of what you've been eating already. And then you're sitting there and you're being lazy, you're not doing anything, you're probably watching TV and you're eating unconsciously, so it's easier to overconsume. And that's where that comes in. And when you just eliminate eating past six o'clock, that just doesn't happen at all. And it's not the fact that eating in the evening is bad, or right? it's just like that's when people tend to overconsume, but people put these um, like you know, correlations together and they come up with the stories and then these stories are like you know, proofs of the statement. I don't know how else yeah. to explain it, but like they, it's not ideal. It's not ideal to eat late in the evening. Like it's not like uh, in terms of, as I said, for, for them reasons that you've said, these are the things that I feel like are underlooked because obviously I feel like, you know, calories in, calories out, this kind of stuff is, is slightly oversimplified in the sense that like, okay, but how does the food you're eating make you feel? And it's like, well, you're probably not, it's probably not, ideally you want to have, you know, your last meal eaten maybe, you know, three hours before you go to bed, but not so because it's necessarily all going to turn fat immediately. It's more so for digestion. You know, movement helps and aids digestion. So you don't want to, you know, eat your dinner, sit on the couch, go to bed. You know, you want to have a little bit of movement in there. So kind of a couple of hours before bed. It feels bed, really nice. Does that, I don't really know. Nice. Stuff in your face, big belly, going fall into bed. No, I, I think, I think these, these are some of the things, these kind of fantasies that we have. Like I remember like, oh, Domino's is the one for me that I haven't got Domino's in so long now just because it makes me feel like shit. We used to be like, oh, get a Domino's delicious. Oh, I'll go dip. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I eat. And then I'm literally feeling like shit for, for a couple of hours. Like even the next day, I can still feel this sludge in my in my, in my system. It doesn't okay. feel like Okay. So you are 100% right with that one. But Brandon, uh, Brandon has turned me on to something that I think will benefit everyone. Uh, I think it's healthier. I don't I actually haven't checked the calories in or like that because when I go for a Domino's or something like that, um, I am no not calories. being strict. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if you get the Italian base pizza and Domino's, it is like nowhere near as greasy and nowhere near as stodgy as uh, the regular one. Even and it's still just as tasty. Uh, wait, there. Whoa, okay. Right, it might not be just as tasty, but like you don't feel it as crap 
and the only sort of grease or stuff like that like i'm not sure if you're the same but if i eat dominoes the normal dominoes like i get heartburn after like two slices and it's like the grease just like you can feel it in your bloodstream uh, versus with the italian base it's like that's gone completely you don't have that like thick mm -hmm. greasy thing and it's way way it's way nicer and you don't wait it depends if you overeat because i have overeaten with it as well and you do still feel waking up feeling kind of stodgy but nowhere near as much as if you ate a full greasy doughy um regular base pizza yeah that's right. I, is I, it I original crust i just try to just get it just get a get a try and get a, just a better a better quality pizza somewhere else um but anyway not nothing against dominoes uh just i just feel it's just too best um there's better the options out there for pizza and, and the other ones taste, taste pretty good too when less of the, all right well less what's the what better what's it what are our options are for pizza i'd say angelo's I, I like angelo's anywhere that does kind of any sort of like you know like traditional kind of stone-baked pizza kind of fresh maybe you know, italian like, base pizza yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm, I'm not sure this i'm not sure to no, what what you joking, really, joking, joking. i'm not sure to what degree that's uh like is, is that homemade like for all these franchises everything is built for efficiency and it's you know it's it's shipped to last um you know, this is the kind of stuff ah, that's not play. true steve that's not you're a conspiracy theorist they all have our best interests like <laughs> they all they all want us healthy for a freshly a freshly baked a freshly baked though no but even if you look at the stuff like the food pyramid and stuff like that yeah and i think that they like the reviewed it recently i must maybe that can be a good topic for another podcast like the things that they're encouraged in people to base the majority of the diet on you know it's just not not good quality foods it's just not good quality whole foods um demonization of, of say, like red meat and stuff like that like like beef good quality beef is like one of the best most nutritious thing yeah, no no it's it, it really is it really is and it's hilarious how it mentioned the whole thing where it sits in your stomach for like four days or something like that like yeah, yeah. um but there, there i think the the reason behind that uh, when it was coming out was because like you know food wasn't as abundant as uh, it is now and we didn't have all the supplies and all that sort of crack but it was very easy to produce you know, grains and it was very easy mm -hmm. to farm them and very easy to store them and they'd last for a while and it was, that was an easy system to do so it was like all right everyone we're all going to eat grains i think they did something similar with milk and uh, i think there was a big advertising campaign in like the, in america where there was no the whole like got milk thing and all yeah. to try and get everyone to drink way 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 more milk now yeah. i don't think that was done for our health but i think it was made seem like it was uh, through marketing um and if you want like if you want to understand the effects of marketing and how it can influence you know, society as a whole um just look at smoking you know, they literally had doctors like smoking cigarettes being like this is the best like like with no shame whatsoever now you can say they didn't know whatever it was which is kind of fair yeah. but like there's loads of stuff that they they're yeah. like doctor like, like doctors, they don't endorsing, care. doctors endorsing cigarettes doctors yeah endorsing. no for real a breath of fresh air it's insane a breath is that what it was a breath of fresh yeah, air that yeah <laughs> but this no but and even more so on the on the as a little bit of a, a side tangent like with health today like that's the thing that really frustrates me is that like we feel like it's the arrogance that we're, we've reached the pinnacle of 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 health or the the, the pinnacle of science or in, in, in any way shape or form the pinnacle of anything when you look at the data that people are fatter and sicker and more depressed than ever before but we have the the goal to say that we have it all figured out and that you know the, the experts should not be questioned it's like well show me your results like what you're doing, what you're pushing is not working. People aren't getting healthier. People are getting sicker and sicker and thicker. Like it's not like you're not getting to the root of the to the root of the problem. And then it's like I just feel like just my frame is always if we when we look back in 50 years, I work off the assumption that in 20, what's in there, 20, 20 odd, in 2070, we're going to look back and that we're going to be laughing at things the same way we look back and laugh at the fact that doctors endorsed cigarettes. 
you know, there's going to be so many things like that, you know, that we just, we just didn't know because we don't have the, we don't have the information or the information is suppressed or we don't have the tools, you know, or the, um, the body of knowledge to kind of make these, 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 like, let's say conclusive statements and, and people like really need to like to pay attention to like where the money is going. Like you really have to follow the money. 70% of the media in, in America is funded by big pharma. Like that is a big problem. They, like these people are like, first off, they're criminals. They're, they are little, they're legitimate criminal criminals that they have been in court. They've got the, the largest fines for fraud, for fraud and false marketing of the products. They kind of do these calculations and say, okay, well, you know, if if a thousand people are harmed, but we make so much profit that we can, you know, we, we can afford to pay the, you know, the, 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 the fine, but... over the long term, it's still more profitable. It's like, are you insane? It's like, or like, or like, and then like the fact of the last couple of years that we just like, you know, that we just bowed down and all the, the, the experts and stuff, like, oh my God, I can't believe that we blindly trust these people and assume that when there's so much money at stake, that they're not going to bend the rules in their favor. And again, it's not that there's there's necessarily you no know, bad individuals. It's not that individuals, it's the conglomerate, it's the corporation, it's the profit-driven machine. It's like we need, you know, there needs to be a much more decentralized approach to to health and fitness. And that's hopefully what we're trying to do is like with a with a micro gym. You know, a micro gym, a small community-based gym. We want, you know. Two or three of these in every community all around the all around the country and in every country all over the world. And this is kind of what helps people, you know, exercise. Teaching people how to be fit, healthy. Exercise is much more powerful for treating depression than uh, than uh, antidepressants. Like that, like there, there's 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 bodies of data that show this. Like exercise is the most underutilized antidepressant tool that there is. When, when and we've seen it with our own eyes, you know. I was like, who funds all the people? Like, oh, show me the show me the research. Who funds like 70, 80 percent of the, the of the research? You know, if, if there's no money, like these things are very, very expensive to run. So if there's not on the back end going to be some sort of kickback or if it's not maybe government funded, which is, is, is a minority of the research versus pharma funded, which is the majority of the research. It's like we're it's just we're, it's just like a cat chasing its tail. Like we're not we're not really going to get anywhere. We're always going to be slowly but surely moving in, in this kind of direction. And it's just disempowering for people. It's like who's empowering people to take control of the health versus who's disempowering people? Who's telling people? Take this pill, take this jab. This is going to solve all your health problems. Versus who's saying like, you know, actually, here's what you need to eat. Here's how you need to move. Here's how you should sleep. All these things that you don't necessarily need to pay for that you can do yourself with your just with your, with your own body and and maybe some some base, some basic resources for food, etc. You know that you can really take take control of your health. And that's what the body of knowledge shows. You know, people who are healthy and fit get sick a lot less than people who are not. And like. That's mm-hmm. what we should, where we should be focusing on is like you can't outsource that. Nobody, you can't outsource it. You can't, you can't out supplement it. You can't, you know, out, out pill it, out jab it. You can't do any of that. Like you have to just, you have to do the things. Um, but again, that's that's my 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 my, my side tangent on that. I'm not sure where where, where that started from, but I felt like it's uh, sort of with nutrition, quality of nutrition, and uh, the myths that people believe, and then we like how do we tangent into into how people are misled through advertising to think certain things. It's an, adver- it's an advertising market, and honestly, like this is like. <laughs> this is, it's, well, it's, you know how it like, works. People need to people need to understand influencer marketing. I think people need to understand influencer marketing, and like who like, but we think of in- influencers as you know the 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 girls in the in the bikinis on on Instagram selling booty, but no, it's the it's the guy sitting behind the news desk. He's an influencer. He's and he's a much mm-hmm. bigger influencer than uh, than than your one down the road. But they were like they literally they put glasses on. They were literally put glasses on to look like more. To look more. 
That's what I'm saying. It's oh. the same. It's like that's the thing is, it's like you, you got to follow. When it comes to health and fitness, you got to follow the money. And the more, but also look at the data. It's like people are not. It's not working. It's not working. It has. All right, wait there, Steve. It's getting Steve, not even that. To... It's getting worse. It's getting yeah. worse. You know, that's that's the kind of thing. But we're spending more and more money. They're making more and more money. It's not the solution. We need to get to the root, the root of this, and that's kind of hopefully what we're trying to do through our, through our, oh, our business. We've got. Week. Steve, we've got we've got six more steps to go through, and we've got thirteen minutes to do it. Yeah, I hope everybody enjoy enjoy the tangent. If anybody's on the on the on the same wavelength or interested in in this kind of stuff, do leave a comment or or, or send me a message because I am looking for more like minded people. Because if if you can tell, he's very passionate about it. Sometimes I just feel sometimes I feel insane um, because I'm just like it just seems it just seems so obvious. But anyway, uh, it's one of those things. People Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's like, it's like uh, no, no one really wants to address it. You know, no one really wants to, to, it's like, ah, we got better things to be thinking about. So yeah, like ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. I really want to take on the problem because it's a massive, well, no, it's like, it's just an abdication of personal responsibility. That's kind of what, and even like, that's what everything, it's just an abdication of personal responsibility. It's like, just out, trying to outsource and thinking that, that when shit happens, you go down to the doctor and he's going to fix it. It's like, he can't fix it. Like, you needed to be working on yourself the entire and that's the that's the truth you, you can't leave it till the last minute these things don't well wait there wait it it, it depends wait there so like i think um i think oh, yeah, no, you, apologies. yeah because there, there's a there's a big difference between let's say like say like a, med- a medical intervention like a surgery etc versus yeah, yeah. Not the, and advanced medicine are, are insane like i no, i think like i think we we can't uh, understate how good it is to live in a world where we have access to doctors and surgeons and there is there is like absolutely great benefits to the system it's just there's also a lot of flaws to it as well i think it's really important to acknowledge the fact that you know doctors do save lives they are really smart people that do have a lot of them but they're also incredibly yeah, work and stress i'm not criticizing doctors at all i'm i'd be kind of mostly yeah. just leaning my, my criticism towards big pharma and the yeah. track record the track record that they have means that they should not be blindly trusted and that people like the, the, we know people we know this like you know like it's they're, they're in they're into disease management not disease elimination prevention. yeah or disease, exactly and that's kind of i'm, I'm kind of disease prevention that's kind of my my uh where i feel like we need the bulk of our effort and energy and, and resources should be going because a long time it will, it will pay off a fit strong healthy population is a lot a lot uh, more difficult to get sick and uh, but i've seen a study sorry the about the you know people if you can like i can't remember the exact details but if you can run like say like a like a 5k or a 10k and like say you know like a, a top 20 percent time it's like it would be extremely rare for you to have any sort of cardiovascular disease like you'd be like one in a million for you to get have any sort of cardiovascular yeah. disease if you're fit enough that you can run like, you know like a fast 5k or five a fast fast 10k and people, have you not really- seen have you not seen all the footballers dropping dead and- yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, another, that's another topic um <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, back, 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 back on track is that because again, there's just we just make so many assumptions and we we it's in, know what's going on. But it's the problem is we're not willing to criticize these people. This is the problem. We're not willing to ask the obvious question. We're not willing to criticize because we put them on a pedestal. These are the these are the the, the, the saviors, and, and that's just kind of the way it is. When no, only you can save yourself. Anyway, um, but again, we we start off. We do no set. How so? The topic of the podcast originally, um, is you know. How we have how we have our time to achieve our fitness goals and why people stay why people stay around because again we've done that poll and people have been with us for, for, for a long long time and what I would say in a nutshell is because we offer a 
much more personalized service than what you're going to get at any other gym, but you get also get the benefits of the flexibility, affordability, and the community. You know, this is people want, people like having the crack. People love training in groups. I love training in groups. I think it's, it's much more better. You're much more motivated. People just don't like the people that we serve the best are people that don't like going into the gym and just going through a program themselves because like, they don't, they don't push themselves as hard as they should. They're not really sure if they're doing it right, you know, and they get bored. They're not really sure what to do. People just like to show up. The coach tells them what to do. They're doing it. They get a high five. We fist pump. Everybody's having the crack. Everyone's having a bit of a laugh. Um, we're all suffering together and it's, and it's good crack. And then in the back end, you need help with your nutrition. you got a personalized meal plan. Someone's going to check in with you every week. You need to speak with a coach. You can jump on a call like this two times per week. Um, you know, there's a, there's a Facebook group where you can ask questions. There's, you know, good quality information going in there several times per week. Um, we're just really trying to just take everything off the table. So if you want, if you are genuinely sincere in your efforts to trying to um, improve your health and fitness and you sign up with us, you will get great results if you do what we say. Or you'll get your money back. And again, like it doesn't happen because again, it's very, very simple. It's very, very simple. You got to live an active lifestyle. You got to try and get, you know, 10,000, 15,000 steps a day, depending, depending on what your goals are, depending on what your circumstances are. You got to try and yeah, get, if you get more is better. Like more steps, if you want to lose weight faster, the more you move. It's the best way to accelerate your results because obviously, it's, it's there's only so low you can go with the calories. Like, you know, realistically, depending, like, you don't really go lower than, you know, 12, 14, 1600 calories, that range. Of on how say big the person is in terms of kind of height muscle mass that kind of stuff their body fat percentage so you don't really want to go so low but people i've got really low steps and i've kind of experienced this myself from over the last little while um you know from as my as my role has changed when i said personal training leading group sessions if i'm taking a group like i was covering your shifts every other week like i get twenty thousand steps easy no problem but then a day like today where i'm going to be on the computer most of the day you know i'll, I'll have you know what i have I only have like i've only have like 1500 steps you know and it's like I'm going to have to go for a walk or a jog or something later to, to, to break 10,000 and a good walk. I could get out for 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and maybe which is like with it, which is if you, if you have a coat, like if it's cold and you have a coat and like, you're not worried about the elements or like that you have headphones or whatever. It's a really enjoyable experience. And I think people think like you know, going out for a walk is like a big chore and it is if you're really uncomfortable, but if you have, if you have the time, you're not stressed out about it, you're not rushing or anything like that there. It's like, it's a really, really enjoyable experience. Going for a walk is pleasant. It's ple- it's not, and it, like it's pleasant and you get lean, like you're burning all these calories doing it. You could probably learn something. You'd be entertained while you're doing it. Yeah. And you, but also you saw, you sort of a lot of your anxiety. I feel like you just kind of, you just kind of think about and you're just kind of coming up with solutions and what you're going to do about it because this this is i feel like anxious people have got the most like, like they've got too many open loops there's too many open loops in the mind too many things that they haven't kind of solved and when you kind of get a walk when you get in that rhythm you're like okay okay this one i'm going to do about this this one I'm going to do. and then you can start closing off these loops and then the last stuff to kind of to that keeps your mind busy because your mind's like oh what about this problem over here oh what about this one over here blah, 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 blah. And it's like okay and then you just kind of start checking them off when you take that hey, it, it also puts you, it's also in a way hypnotic. Uh, and what I mean by that is that like it can alter, it can, it will literally alter your state. So it will absolutely alter your state. So it's like, oh, Joe, go for a walk. Have we think about it? Whatever. Um, that, that phrase. All right. And there's something I, it was a TikTok I seen that explained this um, where see if it's the left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. So see if someone who's really, really anxious, all right, you can go for a walk and you have the same thing where your nervous system is being put through a rhythm of left right left right but you put your arms like this here you cross your shoulders like this close your eyes lay back and you just go left right left right left right left right do that for let's say 15 20 times like you'll be way more relaxed 
than when you started. And like, if you do it, like you can feel it. It's like being like, you're like rock to sleep, like in a cradle or something. It's, and it's the same when you go for walks. You know, if you're power walking, maybe it's a little bit less uh, relaxing. Or if you're just walking, just that, 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 it's really, um, it's really good for your nervous system and for calm and everything down. Yeah, yeah. And just get, it, it, introducing these practices into our life as much as possible. You don't have to be perfect, but, you know, over time. And again, this is kind of something that's like joining a community, joining, joining a, a group of people where that's the standard, where everyone's, there's an expectation that, oh, everyone has to be kind of getting 10,000 steps a day at least. That's kind of what we're, oh. that's kind of the culture of, of the of the, of the the community, let's say. Like, we're, we're here to live an active lifestyle and we, you know, it's like, oh, why, why didn't you train three days this week? Whereas other people, come oh, on, go, you train three days, three days this week? Like, that would be amazing. Whereas over here, it's like, oh, that's, oh, yeah, of course. Obviously, you train three days a week. Why wouldn't you? You're part, you're part of fighting fit. Yeah, you're supposed to train three days a week. And then, you know, oh, but you trained five, or you've done, oh, you've done this extra 10K, or you've done this, you know, ran across the mountains, or you, you've done this cool thing. Um, then you kind of get props for that for, for being, let's say, for above average, um, let's say. But also, I, I, I can really just kind of finish on this point, maybe, about kind of why people stay around. Because obviously, we, we've said, we've got a good program. We kind of talk about the details. You know, um, you know it's, 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 it's personal training on the budget, uh, as far as I'm concerned. But then after that, it really comes down to, you know, a genuine effort to know every individual as best we can in, in, in let's say, in the limited time that we have. But just to genuinely give a shit. Like, you know, like I would hope people who listen to the podcast and listen to us kind of ramble on. So it's very hard to be fake or let's say inauthentic when you're kind of doing long form content like this. Like we genuinely give a shit. Like we genuinely care about our clients. Um, I feel like that's why they want to because they, 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 they understand that. Like we're genuinely, we're genuinely concerned. We genuinely want to help people to the best of our ability. I hope we let me come across as a little bit, excuse me, humble. That like you know we we don't kind of feel like we have it all figured out. There's a lot of there's a lot of simple things that we need to be doing. Uh, we need to do them consistently because that's science. That's not not necessarily let's say our opinions. Um, but we're just good coaches, and we just and, and we're good coaches because we we we, we give a shit. You know that was kind of always always the always kind of the mantra we we started out with was people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Like we're we're genuinely invested, and when you fail. When you win, we win, win with you. And when you fail, we, we, we fail with you because, you know, we feel like, oh, fuck. Like, there's many, many times, like, you'd wake up in the morning, you're thinking about that client or something that happened, and then you're like, oh, fuck, I wish I had got that done. Or, you know, fuck that. Or, what can I do to help them better? Blah, 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 blah. No, or, no, no, no. Like, oh, like, oh, my God, did you hear Chris? Did you hear about here at Mary? She done that amazing thing there yesterday. Like, oh, my God, I know it's class, isn't it? Then we put it in our, in our wins channel on our, on, our, on our Slack or whatever. Um, yeah, well, well, one of the things that's generally, like, it's not heartbreaking, but like, so it's like a gut punch. If uh, you set a goal with a client that's been training with for for a while, you know they're right. Like you know they're ready for it, and then just like barely fall short, and you're like with them in front of it. You're like, let's go. Oh, and you yeah. just sit there in the in the like in the disappointment. It's a uh, that's sad. Yeah, but again, but fail, then, fail, we do fail you. Yeah, but then you're you're the 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 thing will be then the okay, reframe immediately. What's the what's the positive what's the silver line of this situation? But we're so close. Reframe. Whereas like people are like off, you know, people people would quit. Like our our job as well is just reframing things for people, helping them, helping them see because we're as individuals, we're always caught up in our own emotions. We can't always see the bigger picture, especially them them moments, both moments like moments of failure, but also moments of massive success. We kind of get carried away with massive success and we get too depressed with with, with failure. Uh, so it's kind of just having a, an objective person that can, can see the big picture because you're maybe caught up in your emotions that can help you reframe things, help you look at the bigger picture. And then it's like, okay, well, like, we're this close. It's like, do A, B, and C, and then let's do it again in two weeks and, and, and let's get it then. Um, but yeah, 
that's kind of that's kind of pretty much it. I would love to know if any members are listening, which I hope they are, because we do get a decent amount of of, of, of of viewership, not crazy amounts. But as we kind of talk about, uh, we were discussing yesterday on, on our chat, Chris, it was like this kind of concept of a thousand true fans. Like we're not trying mm-hmm. to be famous. I I would really not like to be famous. I prefer not to be famous. Um, but what we want to do is we want to connect deeply with you know a thousand people. Yeah, actually, on that note, if there is anything that any of you guys want us to talk about or anything that you want us to cover or you want to hear our perspective from or to address or um, anything like that, let us know and we would uh, love to talk about it. We're always looking for new ideas and new concepts to talk about rather than just going on about the same stuff. Um, I think also it's important that we go over exactly what the uh, client journey is now uh, and why we think to say it because we for this um, journey because we have one minute left and we went a serious amount of tangents. So we've got the no sweat intro in the coaching call. That's basically to establish if we are a good fit and to see if this will be a positive beneficial relationship for both of us. You know, we're not here to just help you for nothing and you know, we don't want to, uh, to just take your money. We want to make an actual difference in your life. And then they get a wee uh, welcome video to say, you know, hey, I'm going to be your coach. Blah, blah, blah. I'll be working with you. I'll be your main point of contact for your membership. And then um, basically here's the stuff that's missing from your profile. Make sure you fill that in and uh, this will help us help you. And then you get your one-on-one nutrition goal set and consultation. This will give you clarity and focus and help you, um, you know, set the sales so you can actually go in the direction that you want to go with confidence that you know you can make it if you take the steps. And that's really motivating and that's important. And uh, then we also put you into the foundations program. So this, uh, it's set your sales, but we all usually the, the, the nutrition consultation is done during the foundations. And this helps us find uh, where you're at, basically where you're at right now in terms of physical movement and performance. And it's also an educational point so we can teach you um, some of the basic movements that you will need for the sessions. Because like, it's not just one of these classes where you can just go in and know nothing. You, know, you, you do need to understand where you're at and how to do the basic movements. And then once you pass that, you'll know your level and then you'll move into the group sessions. Once you're doing the group sessions, they'll all be personalized and tailored to your level and your ability. Like there'll be no movements that you can't do because you'll have done the foundations program and it's tailored. Like all the others are doing a specific set, all the oranges are doing a specific set, all the blues and there's the it, there's stuff. There's nothing in the yellows if you're a yellow that you can't do, and that's really important uh, as well. Then we also have a weekly check-in, so a coach will be touching base you weekly to be like, "How's everything going?" And if you're ignoring them, being like, "I'm not doing it," uh, like if you're ignoring them and not getting back to them, well then you're not making the most of your membership. Um. But if you are in touch, well, then you, the coach knows what you're struggling with uh, and will try and help navigate you to get the best results possible. Um, and then after that, you've also got your 30-day goal review, which is like, all right, you, we've tried this for the last 30 days. You've made this amount of progress. You've stepped back in this area. You've made progress in this area. Do you know, why did we fall down here? It's like just something silly. Oh, I just went out, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay, no problem. Do you know, if we keep that to a minimum over the next few while, you're going to get to where you want to go. Cool, cool. Or it'll be like, oh, you just made this silly mistake. If you add this in here and you take this away here, you know, you'll get to where you want to go. And they're like, oh, okay. Uh, and then after that, um, they're basically putting away for another um, 30 days and they get their outcome. They'll get probably their fighting foot mug for losing their first stone. And then after that, they'll have a 90-day goal review which is basically like, all right, so you've hit your first goal. Um, what do you want to do next? Do you want to try and build a little bit of muscle now? Do you want to try and get your next band? Do you want to try and level up uh, in terms of your uh, like deadlift, squat, bench, uh, pull-ups, whatever it is? And like then you have the confidence of already achieved you know, the, the goal at the start, so you're a little bit more open to being like, oh, maybe I can be athletic. Maybe I can you know, do all these cool stuff that I do see on Instagram and all that sort of stuff as well. So yeah. Um, that is the ideal client journey for us. Uh, and if anyone wants to go through that journey, 
you know, get in touch with Steve, book his coaching call, and uh, have a really no sweat intro, and we can see if we can help. Yeah, go to www.fightingfitnation.com. Remember, guys, this is a self-sponsored podcast, so we do appreciate kind of like, shares, comments, all that stuff. But more importantly, anyone listening to this that is a member, I would actually really love to know why did why did you stay so long? Why are you a member? Whether, whether you're only here a couple of weeks, couple of months, couple of years, why do you stay? Because obviously, maybe, maybe we've got it wrong. Maybe we because again, we might be focusing on the wrong things. Maybe we 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 could focus a little bit better on the things that you actually uh, actually see value in. Or so be that we can have some some interest in, and also we can have these conversations with clients quite regularly. And, Again, it's it's the you know it's the the personal touch in the community or the things that kind of come up again and again. But if there's something different for you, um, you know, please please do let us know about it. I would be genuinely genuinely curious about that. Um, with all that said, guys, thank you again more so for giving us your time this week. If you've been listening, listen, taking the last hour to or so to kind of listen to us on our podcast, we really really do appreciate it. We do want comments, we do want likes, we do want shares. So please do all that stuff too. But more so, we want your questions. We want to make sure that we're talking about things that are going to help you. We're helping you solve your problems. Because again, maybe there's something that we've seen a hundred times that might seem like a big deal to you. We can, you know, give you some tools, resources, some information that might help you overcome that obstacle. Okay, so guys, with that said, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week.